Many of you have rightly surmised during my short time here that I am indeed a weird dude. I do odd things quite often in an attempt to be healthy. Now, I don't mean like using essential oils or anything like that because honestly, I'm not into voodoo, but I mean like actually science-based things that while look weird are actually good for you. One of the things that I do is take ice baths for fun. Ice bath submersion therapy reduces stress levels, increases sleep quality, it increases focus, it reduces the inflammation in your body, it gives you a higher level of alertness, it strengthens your immunity, it increases willpower, and it even helps to increase your metabolic rate, which helps you lose weight. Now these findings come from a study conducted by Radboud University in the Netherlands. And my fellow seminarians, while I was in seminary, were very accustomed to seeing me wheeling large containers full of ice down the hallways or throwing a shovel into their hand, asking them to bury me up to my neck in the snow outside whilst wearing nothing but a bathing suit. Every second of an ice bath is hard. Your body is screaming that it couldn't possibly stay in this environment but in your head, you're thinking, but what if I do? What if I stay for just another second? And almost exactly 120 seconds after you begin, your body is acclimated, and you can sit there for a long time, 10 or 15 minutes. After the first ice bath you ever take, the hardest part is the mental game leading up to it. But after three years of doing this, it's no longer hard for me to mentally prepare because I know I can do it. But it took years of training my mind to make my body do what I told it to. And such is virtue. The narrow way that Jesus talks about today in the gospel. He tells us that in order to persist along the narrow way, that we need to be strong. The desire to be good is easy. It costs us nothing. But salvation requires more than just a desire. It requires concrete action as well. And at first, just like plunging into a tub of ice water, it's hard. It's hard to cultivate virtue, but the more we do it, the easier it gets. The same thing happens in our struggle with temptation. The more valiantly we struggle, the more we can withstand. But to withstand temptation, it requires what the church calls heroic virtue. We must fight temptation with a hero's amount of virtue. Because temptation can be sly, such as a mere thought that starts to snowball or it can be quite overt. But in the midst of actively fighting against temptation, it can feel like every fiber of your body is on fire. Like you want to crawl out of your skin, but at the same time you feel completely empty inside, and like there is just something missing at your core. Like you would just be whole if you gave in to whatever sin you're ruminating on. You want so badly, so desperately to be free of this, 
but at the same time you feel isolated. Like if anyone found out that you struggle with this particular sin, you might just be the worst person in the world. Like you might be the only one that deals with this. Ice baths help to reduce stress because it exposes the body to stress in a safe and controlled environment. Your body, but more importantly, your mind, learns that it can still function well even though it feels a surge of cortisol and epinephrine. Fasting is an ice bath for your soul. We expose the body and the mind to a feeling of deprivation in a controlled environment through fasting, so that when we feel hunger in our stomachs, we learn to endure victoriously, so that when temptation comes and produces similar or worse feelings, we know that we can overcome them. One of the beauties of creation is that we are complex beings. When we enjoy victory in one area of our life, it often spills over into others. I guarantee you that if you increase the amount of physical activity you do each day, you will find yourself more easily ready to pray. And if you increase the amount you pray each day, you will naturally want to increase your level of physical activity. And I don't mean that you are going to become an Olympic athlete or Mother Teresa overnight, but doing something that your spirituality and your current level of health can support. This is why St. Ignatius of Loyola says, quote, Remember that bodily exercise, when well-ordered, is also prayer, by means of which you can please the Lord. One's prayer life and exercise are always directly correlated. The more time you spend fighting temptation with fasting and prayer, the stronger and more victorious we become. The author of Hebrews today echoes this in saying, At the time, all discipline seems as a cause not for joy, but for pain. Yet later it brings peaceful fruit of righteousness to those who are trained by it. We have to be willing to train our minds, our tongues, and our bodies to submit to our will. For we are not slaves of the flesh, but rather slaves of Christ Jesus. One of the easiest ways to cultivate virtue, to control the will, and to advance in holiness is to attempt to say the rosary every day. If one chains themselves to Mary through the beads of the rosary, they will find victory in temptation and growth in virtue almost immediately. Fighting against temptation is never fun. It's never enjoyable. But just because we are tempted does not mean that we must succumb to it. If your life has always dealt with one particular sin or another, big or small, and you want to change, then you must be willing to do what you have never done before to be rid of it. You need to be ready to take a spiritual ice bath to shock your system. We can either choose to suffer now and fight valiantly to overcome sin, or we can risk suffering later for eternity. Because despite popular opinion, 
There are only two places that you will ultimately end up for eternity, whether you believe in them or not. You either die a saint and you go to heaven, or you go to hell. It's very simple. I dare you this week to try fasting. Fasting takes many, many forms. You can fast from food. You can take one of your three meals a day and forego it. You can only eat one meal a day if you'd like. You can take an ice-cold shower. You can forego your morning coffee. You can only drink water with your meals for a day. Or you can only watch two hours of Netflix at night instead of your standard three. You can fast from speaking, fast from 20 minutes of leisure, and say the rosary instead. But whatever you choose, take time during this week to offer the Lord any fast to grow deeper in virtue. For virtue is a bottomless ocean. No matter how deep we dive into it, we will always find sweeter depths to go. So choose something this week to fast from. While you will be momentarily uncomfortable, being deprived of something you enjoy, Jesus will take that emptiness that you feel and in exchange will fill you with virtue.